Welcome, welcome to Crypto Chat with Chavo, the edgiest podcast in the crypto realm. I'm your host, the crypto connoisseur, Chavo, ready to deep dive into the fascinating world of cryptocurrencies, NFTs, and all things crypto related. But hold on tight, my friend, because this is not your average finance show. We're not here to give you boring investment advice or financial jargon. Oh, no. We're here to rock your world with discussions, mind-bending insights, and jaw-dropping stories from the cryptoverse. Now, before we kick things off, let's make one thing crystal clear. This podcast is strictly for entertainment purposes. None of the content you hear is financial advice. I repeat, not financial advice. I'm just a crypto enthusiast sharing my thoughts, experience, and yes, even my occasional moonshot predictions. So buckle up, strap in, and get ready for a wild ride through the the ever-evolving world of crypto. Let's pull the latest trends, uncover hidden gems, and maybe even decode secret messages hidden in the blockchain. Remember, my fellow crypto aficionados, always do your own research. The crypto space is like a wild west. You need to be your own sheriff. Seek knowledge, stay curious, and let's navigate this digital frontier together. So grab your headphones, crank up the volume, and get ready to be immersed in the world of crypto chapa chop. Prepare to laugh, learn, and maybe have your mind blown. Let's get this party started. Hey, what's good, everybody? Today is Monday, June 12, 2023. This is episode number 311 with Crypto Chat with Chapo. 311. And I love that band in the 90s. Okay, that dates me, but... I digress. Um, today we're coming at you, uh, for us, for me, weather-wise, it's, you know, not that you want a weather report, but for some reason I feel that urge, maybe it's a masculine urge, uh, an old man urge, I don't know what it is, to update the weather. Finally, a little cool rainy day for us in the Midwest, we need that rain pretty well. And I am, you know, I've been spending some time thinking about exploring different blockchains as a learning opportunity for me during this bear market that has, you know, been pretty, pretty extended. You know, if you're, if you've been in the crypto market, then, you know, like for me for the last two and a half years now that we've been, you know, essentially in a, in a trough, you know, since, you know, December of 2022 and we grinded down and we, we bounced back and we will see if that bounce back is similar to what we've seen in the past, you know, in like 2019, for example, where we had a little bounce recovery and then back down to even lower lows before we finally broke through COVID. We went through the having and had an, an incredible, but strange 2021 bull run. We'll see how that uh, develops. So let's check in on the prices in the 24 hour time period. Bitcoin is still under 26K, trading at 25,818, Ethereum at 1740, BNB at $231, somehow surviving there. I did see today that. Binance was going to do a massive swap of ETH and the ETH tracks LP to um, ETH USDT, and I'm I would suspect that that is in re- direct relation to the security 
threats. When I say security threat, I meant by tracks being called a security. I don't really know. My guess is that may cause some volatility, at least with the uh, tracks price, even though right now it is up 1.4%, trading at seven cents. You know, it's interesting about Tron or tracks. I really don't know that much about it. However, if you take a look at all the chains on DeFi Llama, and this is what I find really fascinating, is it's number two with the active users and active users by a long shot where it's saying that on DeFi Llama, that on Tron, there's 3 million active users. And on Ethereum, there's only 340,000. The total value lock though on Ethereum is 25 billion and Tron is 5 billion. And it's even more than Binance and Arbitrum in terms of the total lock volume, which is really surprising. I think maybe I have at one point interacted with the Tron blockchain very early, maybe in 2021 or mid 2021. I'm pretty sure I have some tokens, but nothing significant for sure. There's only 22 protocols on there and I really know next to nothing, which is really interesting because it leads us into what I'm going to talk about here today shortly. Uh, Cardano still climb, climbing its way back from its lows, trading at 28 cents. Doge still six cents. I'm not really sure about what's going on with Doge. I do think Elon is going to have a big surprise for everyone when it comes to crypto and Twitter and their connections. I'm just not sure. And SpaceX. I'm not really sure when that is going to be, but I have some excitement because I, I have some ideas that, that may be connected. And once again, they are, you know, not based in any kind of factual documents that I can point to. It's real speculation, which is fun. I mean, that's the fun to, a fun thing to do as an investor is to speculate. And I think that we're going to see some really interesting things developed because I know that Elon wants to make Twitter almost a clone of WeChat. And while I don't have WeChat, because you have to have a Chinese person verify you, I, from what I understand, everything can take place in that app. So browsing the web, making purchases, essentially there's no need to re leave WeChat to do anything. That is what I think Elon's goal is here is to be able to do that with Twitter, which I'm, I, I'm guessing that they're going to be rebranding just a guess. And some things that I think tie in well with that is their space, you know, their space link internet services that Starlink, sorry, not space link Starlink internet service that they've been just deploying satellite after satellite for, they're going to need that to be immutable would be my guess. And then the project that I covered before, which is mostly speculation and, and the way the project is being presented, of course, is that it's space advertising, but I don't really believe that's what the major idea is here. So just a quick refresher on 
what what we call the Greek coins. Apparently, one of the former professors or teachers of his children, a, a, a genius in mathematics, from what I gather, Samuel Reed from Geomet Geometric Energy Corporation in Canada, made a deal with Elon where he gave Elon a bunch of doge in order to get a ride share on the SpaceX missions. And once they got the ride, part of this deal was to put in a LED or LCD or some sort of display where that would orbit the moon. I believe that's the plan to orbit the moon or at least orbit the earth, one of those, and be able to run ads. And it was going to start first with NFTs to kind of show like the proof of concept. But also with that, there was going to be launching of oracles in space, which would be controlled through a protocol called G protocol XI. So we have G, gamma, kappa, beta, and rho are all connected to this. And my thought is that if they can get blockchain in, in space, while it, technically that wouldn't, I don't know how they want, they plan on decentralizing. I know that you can stake Z, so maybe that's part of the program, but just think about how difficult that would be to um, censor that blockchain. I mean, it would be, in my opinion, probably the most difficult one to do. So anyway, that I digressed on Twitter, but I think something big's coming. Uh, Solana's down at 1540, Matic 64, which made a 5% bounce. Don't think either of those are out of the woods yet. Avalanche at 11.47, still, you know, struggling. If you look down the seven day, everything is not looking good. We have 20% uh, token drops, 26% do token drops. You know, Acronos uh, is in bad shape from what I understand. Aptos is down almost 30% at 6.29. Arbitrum under a dollar near that's the one I said, if it came back to $1.20, I'd buy. So here it is. And me getting nervous to buy it. It's, it's down big. Um, and a lot of tokens are in pretty, uh, dire straits right now. Phantom down to 24 cents. Are things about to break? Maybe. So today I wanted to, to spend a little bit of time, not a ton talking about maybe learning something new and exploring a blockchain that I haven't had an opportunity to do yet. And that would be to explore Metis. Now, Metis is a, a blockchain uh, that describes itself as non-governmental and non-profit. And it's relatively new. It had a good early run. The price for the token right now is extremely, in, extremely interesting, in my opinion. It is $18.83, and the max supply is $10 million, which is not a lot. Now, Metis had a good early run. It, it had a lot of momentum early on. I believe Vitalik Buterin's mother is connected to the project in some way. Okay. And I, I believe I read that. I, I mean, I have to do a little more research. 
So it's a low supply token. The price right now is really dirt cheap when you consider. And, and remember, we use a little caution when we compare to all-time highs, but it's something that is, is normal to do. That peaked in January of last year at almost $300. I think the all-time high was $323. And it's fell and, and mostly been down. It's it's its low was $3.45, so all-time low. So really, honestly, the price looks good for it. Now, the Metis chain itself, I have not interacted with, and that's why I think it's a really good idea maybe to do a little bit of learning on this uh, project. Um, the reason why it came back up into my head, and I've always kind of kept a s s sort of an eye on it, I came across something called Project M, which is a secret ZK project that was retweeted, retweeted by MetisDAO. So you can follow this on Twitter at Secret ZK Project. It says, building a ZK-powered infrastructure to make any, any, blockchain compatible with Ethereum. The new Metis DAO Foundation Econode launching soon. This is really intriguing because the sense here is that people working on Metis are really skilled uh, programmers. And I think we're, we might be on to something early here. And this is why I think it is really important to start learning about the Metis ecosystem. And I'm talking about myself here because I know it in name and I know that the fees are probably among the cheapest in the, you know, Ethereum world. You know, I think it's cheaper, if I'm not mistaken, it's cheaper than Optimism, it's cheaper than Arbitrum. So, I think it's a good idea to start learning about that. So the first thing you'd want to do, and granted, this is not a video tutorial, but I'm just giving you an idea in case you don't know. So you'd want to go to chainlist.org, and I'm skipping a huge step because if you don't have MetaMask and Skull, then you don't know how to do that. That's something that, you know, <clears throat> it needs to be installed first. So if you had MetaMask installed and you know how to add an RPC, it's really easy to do. You can simply go to your web browser with MetaMask um, logged in. You go to chainless.org, type in Metis, and I'm doing that right now. And you simply connect your wallet. It gives you the chain ID and the currency, and it'll automatically add Metis into your MetaMask. And then it'll actually switch, switch the chains, which is awesome and easy to do. Then you have it in there. Then you just have to fund it, which maybe we could talk about a at a later time. But once you add it, then I would go to Deck Screener and take a look at the Metis blockchain. And you can see what tokens are getting a lot of transactions, what protocols seem to be used the most. You can check the fully diluted uh, valuation of them, the liquidity. And I think that's pretty interesting. Now, if we look, go back to DeFi Llama, 
Metis is way down the list, just above near at number 35 in the total, let's see here, I'm, in the total value locked, it looks like it is at just low at 36 million. So there's not a lot of money going through there, but that that is your opportunity, not financial advice. That you are early here. Now the token prices, they're not gonna be that different than other blockchains. It's just that there's not a lot of people buying them right now. So, you know, if, if people start to move to the Metis blockchain or use it more, <clears throat> then you are gonna be really early in the grand scheme of things with the potential of someday turning into a profit, not financial advice, just to give you an idea. And I don't know how accurate deck screener is when it comes to the number of transactions and makers. I, I question it sometimes the, the transactions seem extremely low to me at this point to give you an idea, the 24 hour transactions are just over 3000. So you're early, you are early. And to give you an idea comparative to Arbitrum 24 hours, let's take a gander there. And Arbitrum in 24 hours had 233,000 transactions. So you could see the big difference there. I would say this is an early high risk opportunity to get in early-ish to a blockchain and know it back and front. And even if there aren't a ton of people that are transacting now, if it's a good blockchain, people have a good chance of coming to use it. And you're here when the volume and the 24 hour is just over $500,000. That's it. That is pretty, pretty, pretty darn early. And I think it's worth exploring. And I think we'll try to cover a few other Metis projects because I don't know about them. I think it will be a fun thing for us to do together. And I'll try to bring a few of them to you to put them under your view. And hopefully together we can, you know, score a win, not financial advice, of course. As always, uh, that concludes today's show. Be in the present moment, be in the here and now, do something nice for somebody. Um, Think of a way you can, you know, better yourself today. Be a better person. Be the best version of yourself today. A better version than you were yesterday. Even if yesterday was a great version, chances are there's probably something you could do a little bit different. Until tomorrow, this has been Chapo. Have a great day. The podcast is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. Without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information contained in or provided from or through this podcast is not intended to be and does not constitute financial advice, investment advice, trading advice, or any other device. You understand that you're using any and all of the information on this podcast or through this podcast at your own risk.